You're listening to the Church Boys Free Fall Q&A. It's Billy Hollowell here, and I am the senior editor of FaithWire. I'm excited to have Colton Dixon here with us in the newsroom today. How you doing? Doing so good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So you've got a new album out. I do. So tell me, <laughs> tell me about the album. Tell me yeah. what the inspiration was for it. Yeah, the album's called Identity, um, and really it was just kind of a look at my life personally, seeing things that I uh, maybe placed my identity in that didn't matter so much, and kind of refocusing that and... I split the album into three sections, mind, body, and spirit. just kind of allowed me to dive deeper into that. Um, the mind just kind of maybe presenting concepts that are new or getting the listener to think. And um, in, the, in the body, it's kind of a challenge for the listener to become the, the person that God made him to be. And in the spirit, uh, really one of the harder lessons I had to learn, and that is to, to be still, to listen. Um, really easy in this industry to fill your schedule top to bottom. Um, but how important is it to stop the talking, to stop the madness for a second, just to to hear what God has for you? So um, that's just kind of a little bit behind the record. But yeah, man. Yeah. Well, what drives you, right? Like that. That's always the question. And, yeah. and I think for so many of us, it's like fame or money or just prestige for certain people, depending on what industry they're in. And as you were saying in your industry... I think it's particularly hard, whether it's Christian music or secular music, because you want success, right? You want to be successful. Everybody does. And so trying to kind of keep that in check, I would imagine, is a challenge. How, how do you do that as a celebrity? Yeah, it's, it it's kind of goes back to like how you define success. Um, is it in material things or, or is it in something that's kind of beyond yourself? And, and that's something that you daily have to check yourself. It's not like that once you have it figured out, it's smooth sailing. Um, there's going to be... Um, there's going to be a fan telling you everything that you want to hear, you know, um, but nothing that you need to hear. Right. So, um, that's why I got married. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, um, you get to hear it all the time and all the good things. Well, in marriage, you hear some of the bad things too. Right? Oh yeah. That's it. Um, but no, it's, it's just one of those things, man, that you just have to kind of assess why you do what you do, no matter what field you're in. Um, what are you trying to accomplish? Um, you know, are you trying to feed your family? Um, or if it's in the arts, like what, what, what motivates you to do that? Um, and for me, it's something that's beyond me. So, and honestly, that's what makes it easier to, to keep all of those things in check because it, it's not really my call anyway. So this topic of identity, right? Like what, what led you there? You know, obviously we talked a little bit about the inspiration for it, but I think this is something in modern culture because we're so busy and so much is going on that it resonates with everybody. But what made you want to focus the project on that? Man, it's funny. It actually started with a different title. Um, There's a song on the deluxe record called Autopsy, and that's really where everything just kind of exploded. Um, autopsy is a little bit of a scary word, so I'm glad we went with identity. Um, but just this, just this, um, this thought that kind of an out of body deal where just kind of looking at my life after my life and, and God just kind of pointing out all the areas that were maybe slowly killing at me or slowly eating away at me. And and I didn't even know it. Um, I think for people like you can change, but it's never like an overnight deal. Um, it's in the little decisions that you make and that'll get you to where you end up. Right. So, um, just that concept of like, all right, what are some of these areas for me personally? And for us as um, a church body or as a nation, like whether you believe what I do or not, like what are some of the areas where maybe you're a little scary or, um, you know, scary to think where, where, where we will be in five, 10 years, you know? Um, it's just, a started that thought process for me so we um i wrote a song called identity that just 
deals with like um, finding your identity in the things that matter um, apart from what Hollywood tells you to look like or dress like or to how to act or um, or even um, even our leaders just telling us you have to be this way um, just knowing the truth um, because that's ultimately what's going to set you free um, but yeah so that's just kind of what took the autopsy idea a step further and just kind of exploded into this album. Yeah, and it's funny because I feel like truth across the board is like everyone's talking about truth right now. They're debating it. They're discussing it. What is truth? And yeah. everyone has their own idea of that. I think for Christians, obviously, yeah. truth does not change. There's a basis for truth. Right. And, you know, we know what that is. But it's it's just a fascinating time to live. It is. <laughs> Fa- yeah, fascinating is a good good word for that. <laughs> Troubling, fascinating, what, yeah, whatever. But we don't, we don't need to get into all of that. But... Right. So talk to me a little bit about, you know, life. Obviously, American Idol for yeah. you is huge. You know, threw you out there, and you've had a very successful career since. What What is the difference? And it's sort of a silly question, because I, I would imagine from a 30,000-foot level, there's a lot that's different. But talk to me about life before that and life now. How are things different for you? Yeah. Um, man, um, I felt like I was just a normal kid before. I still feel like I'm a normal guy now. Um, none, none of that has changed. It's just... Um, more people know my name. It's kind of a, an odd thing. But before, um, I actually grew up um, playing baseball. I love baseball. Um, and switched over to music. I think that was a good decision. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, You've but, done well for yourself. Uh, so. Thank you. Um, but man, I just um, was always an artsy guy. Um, I loved writing music. And um, anything in the arts that I could get my hands on, I, I did. I just, I just, I don't know, I just had a vision for it. And uh, then American Idol came along, and it wasn't really something that I had planned on doing. It just kind of happened off a whim. If you if you saw me on the show, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But um, yeah, it was just crazy that God opened that door. Um, just learning a lot about myself through all of that, um, myself and even spiritually. Um, and then, of course, you get the crash course in the music industry as well. But then now, after American Idol. Um, it's just a it's just a crazy ride. It felt like it, it feels like it hasn't stopped, um, but um, I still kind of feel like that kid um, who just which has is good. It. It's good to feel normal, yeah. Right? Because um, it's, fame is not a normal thing. It's a, no, it's, it's a not. hard thing. I would imagine to deal with. Yeah, it's completely opposite of what we're called to called to be as Christians, right? We're called to be servants, and when you're famous, it feels like there's a lot of people serving you. Um, that's something that I've had to completely rewire myself, just even getting married and like that whole, uh, mindset behind marriage. Um, it's about serving the other person, right? So, um, it's just a crazy thing. Um, something that no person was really designed. It seems like the opposite of what people can almost handle, which is why most people struggle with it. Exactly. You see the struggle that people have both inside the Christian world. And I think it's a little easier sometimes inside the Christian world, but even then, what well, what are some of the challenges you know of, of fame and also just the industry, the music industry in general? Yeah, um, honestly, like as far as the church is concerned, I think um, the last thing the church needs is another celebrity. Um, you know, there, it, the focus is Jesus and what what He did for us. And and man, I just think that um, the more celebrities the church has, the the less it becomes about that, and the more it becomes about I don't know um, people who are human. Um, you know, who make mistakes and I, I don't know, it's just an interesting thing, but, um, it's kind of a hard line to walk sometimes because I'm not solely a worship artist. Um, I'm definitely in the entertainment market. So, um, how do you put on a really cool live show and worship all at the same time? Um, 
you know, I don't even know if I have the answer to that, uh, but, but we kind of figure it out as we go and we just try to throw as much attention as we possibly can toward the real focus. But yeah, it's just a really, um, fame's a, a hard thing to, to deal with, especially in the industry that I'm in. Um, because you have tons of people around you telling you how good you are. And, uh, it's just a weird thing. You need people around you to tell you the truth. Um, because again, like that's the bottom line. That's the, that's the best thing that, that I could ever ask for is just honesty and truth. Um, even if it hurts sometimes to hear, right. um, I need to hear it. Well, the so. assumption, yeah. I mean, when, when you're dealing with, you know, celebrities, then the notion of just telling people what they want to hear, making, you know, trying yeah. to keep them happy. And yeah, it, it really is in so many ways. You see why that struggle exists for people. You do. Yeah. yeah. It's so easy to understand why. Yeah, you know, everything from from money to people just looking at you different, and the trust issues I would imagine too that come with fame and who you can trust, who's around you, who can't you trust? Yeah, it's so interesting seeing like all these all these people who just kind of grew up with fame, like Justin Bieber, for example. Like my wife and I are huge Justin fans, um, but just seeing him just kind of go through the the struggle, the ultimate struggle of fame versus like what he's called to do as a believer. Um, and seeing, even just in the past couple of years, seeing him make some really great decisions is super encouraging because I know that that's all he's known yeah. um, is, is this fame. And growing up and going through high school without that, um, it's been a little easier for me to, to know deep down, like, okay, like I shouldn't do that. But for him, it's right. like he might not know that. You There's know? no baseline of normalcy when you're famous at... 10, 12, yeah, and then you kind this, of enter into, right. Especially yeah. if you don't have like the right people around you. It's just a weird thing. I could imagine how hard that is to navigate, but um, yeah, it, there's more understanding for those people just coming from that type of industry, I guess. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. One of the things about you that I found interesting last year, it was, you got married in January of 2016, right? I did. Yeah. So just congratulations. Just over Thank a year. Thank you so much. Thank you. How was the first year of marriage? It was awesome. Um, it's, you know, some people say it's the hardest. We don't yeah. know yet. Um, we'll get back <laughs> yeah. to you on that. You'll find out. You'll find <laughs> we'll out. Find out. Um, it was the hardest and the easiest that we've experienced so far. <laughs> but um, we've learned a lot, you know, and I think we're going to continue to learn a lot. I feel like I learned something new every day. <laughs> the first um, year is great. Yeah. Marriage, yeah. marriage is great. It's a it great is. thing. Yeah. But one of the things about your marriage that I thought was really interesting, and I find it so funny when the media, because so many people in the media, and I've worked in the media for a long time, like there's foreign concepts to people in mm-hmm. media. And for some reason, we're at a place, I think, culturally, where if people decide to wait until they're married to have sex, it's somehow... Yeah like not the norm now. And it's almost like, Whoa, like this is crazy. And the way media covers it is fascinating to me. And so that was the decision you guys made and it was covered heavily. I think people magazine, maybe you did an interview with people at the time and kind of went viral. Everyone was sort of talking about it. And those are the kinds of stories I think people love because it's like, it's inspiring that people can Mm -hmm. hold to values and live them out. Were you surprised by the reaction in media to that story? Um, I was more surprised that they wanted to do an article about it to begin with. Um, we were doing an interview with them just on the, uh, um, just the wedding. Um, they had covered the, uh, uh, the proposal Thought that was really cool and, but they wanted to cover the wedding and we were like, wow, that's really cool. That's so we called them the night of the wedding. We snuck away and had our dinner and did a quick phone call with them. And, and she just asked why it was all so special to us, you know? Um, cause I'm sure there are different reasons for everyone, but one of the reasons was, well, man, we, we saved ourselves for marriage. Um, wasn't an e- easy decision by any means, but we did and we made it. And 
And um, it was just so cool how organic and innocent that conversation started. It wasn't at all like a, so, you know, right. uh, you know, whatever. We got um, a good pitch for you. Like, yeah, it, right. it, it wasn't was, that it at just, all. It just came out of this different interview. And, and um, they came back and was like, hey, would you mind if we put, posted this? I th- we think it's really interesting and think our listeners or, or readers would really enjoy it. We're like, you know what? Like, do it. I think it's really cool because um, it's not the norm. Um, but man, I, I think, I just think it's so important, um, that people understand that like God is not someone who's just trying to take away our personal enjoyment while we're here on the earth. Um, he just has something better for us that he knows is better. So when it comes to, to, um, sex, like I think sex is awesome. Like it's amazing, um, within the confines of marriage. Um, but man, like if you can abstain from it, I just think it's that much better Yeah, um, no, when absolutely. you experience it with one person and, and no, that's not going to be a decision for everyone, but if you can make it like, it's amazing. Um, so it's, it's almost, there's this picture, um, that I saw a long time ago. It's of this little girl holding a teddy bear. And I think Jesus is there like saying, give me the teddy bear, but he's got a bigger one behind him that he's going to give the I've girl when that. she gives I've it up. Seen that, yeah. And it's just like a beautiful picture of, of like what God does for us. Like he has this, he has the best plan for us, hands down. Um, we just have to give, give ourselves over to him and he's going to give us the best thing. It, it's really that simple. Um, but yeah, even when it comes to sex, just like, man, just, just give me your desires right now and I'm going to give you something that's going to blow your mind. And it's so. amazing because you guys stood up and you talked about it. It was, it was really cool to see. It just, it's always, I can never figure, I'm always inspired by it. And then I'm like a little, the other part of me is like, man, it's sad that they're so surprised that they're doing a story. Yeah. On it, right. It's like nobody would do a story on somebody who didn't choose to wait because everyone's choosing not to wait. But, but I love it. I love that you guys talked about it. Yeah. It's I mean, inspiring. it's when you, um, we're held to a different standard, right? Um, we believe what we believe and we know it's the truth, but some people don't know it's truth, right? So if, if they don't know it's truth, then why would they wait? You know, there's no reason to. Um, so that's kind of the, I think that's why so many people are shocked because they don't know that truth. Um, it's not in media or Hollywood or real. I mean, it's not something you see if you grow up like watching TV now or I mean, prime time, my gosh, like it's just the norm to kind of have yeah. sex and enjoy yourself. And so, yeah, that's a good point that maybe people aren't even hearing that message. So it's just like foreign to them. Completely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. Well, I love that you guys were able to talk about that. Thanks, man. Any final, any final thoughts, anything you want to leave the audience with? Man, um, just a overall huge thanks for, um, allowing me to continue to do this. Um, you know, if, if you guys didn't buy the record or listen to it or come to the shows, it, it would slowly come to an end, you know? Um, it's a, it's a ministry, but it's also a business and that's also a really weird thing that we won't get into, <laughs> yeah. but, but like ultimately, like if the business side suffers, um, like, I don't know how long the the label would go until they're like, all right, Colton, like your, t- <laughs> your time's right. up or, or however it goes. Um, so just thank you. Um, even just from the idle days voting and I have so many people come up to me like, man, I voted for you. It's just like, wow, that's really cool. Thank you. Like, honestly, thank you. Change, it changed your whole life. I mean, it your did. whole life is completely. Absolutely. From so, baseball to music. Like yeah. <laughs> Who would have thunk? Not me. So. Well, listen, I love it. I appreciate you coming down today. Yeah, thank man. You. Thanks for making time.
Church Boys.